I don't know how you can receive it and not want to freely give as much of that away as you can and, and help the next ones behind you. And one of them, some of them behind you, will do the same thing. It doesn't take a lot of that to really make a difference. Hello, everyone. I'm here with the Wow Life and Business podcast. I'm super excited to have you all join me today because we have a special guest in the house. It's none other than Neil Reed with Grants for You. I'm super excited about our conversation today. I hope you are too. I am. I, I'm excited to do anything with you and your company. Oh, you're so sweet. Well, I'm super excited just to kind of, first of all, uh, for our audience that doesn't know you, this is Neil Reed with Grants for You. This is an amazing grant writing company. You're going to learn a lot if you don't know anything about grant writing today and how amazing it is. But you're also going to get to know this amazing man that has a lot more to offer than just grants alone. So I'm super excited for us just to kind of dive into this conversation. So I have been blessed to get to meet you, Neil, on a personal level. You have like really been a blessing to me, my family, this company, everything. And um, uh, I want to, I want our viewers to kind of get to know you as Neil, but also get to know Grants for You. So I'm going to let you start off telling, you know, our viewers about Grants for You. Well, thanks. And I, enjoy every time we get to meet all of our exchanges are joyful to me i look on my calendar and i go that's an exciting and uplifting thing so thank you oh. for your kindness and and your deep your deep friendship oh, i appreciate thank it you. well the feeling is mutual and i appreciate it as well so yeah i'm excited yeah tell us about grants for you for those who don't kind of know what grant writing is and don't know about grants for you just yet tell them about it please we have an amazing company. Uh, there, are, It's a small company. There are eight of us. Um, two of our lead grant writers have doctorates, which is really cool. They're super intelligent. Their writing is exceptional. Our researchers are amazing with their tools, and they're just simply great people to be with. Our mission is to find, write, and manage grants for nonprofits and also for profit businesses, especially those that are owned by women minorities and veterans. We love to do this. Um, this is our second year in business, so mm -hmm. we're still a new company, mm -hmm. but we've made tremendous progress. Mm -hmm. We're signing fantastic partnerships with amazing companies oh. and people, and our customers are incredible. Every one of them mm. bring an inspiring story. Oh, I believe that. I believe that even with our dealings, I know all of it is not only true, but I know you're such a humble man. It's so much better than what You've probably said so much bigger, but I know you, Neil, I don't want to take away your amazing humility. So no. I'm just letting people know. I'm sure it's that and so much more. Yeah, it, it is. We, we've been very blessed. It's uh, it's been an incredible journey. It's as you know, as a mm -hmm. fellow business owner, it's it's all hard work. Mm -hmm. it doesn't it doesn't come easy. Um, working with incredible people is its own blessing and, and work. Yes. Uh, and to inspire them and help them grow yes. into all that they can be, discovering their superpowers, mm -hmm. trying to make sure that as much as we can, line them up with things that they're really naturally good at, and then bringing in more people and going through the process again as we expand and grow and 
and take on new things, but it's, it's, it's a fantastic journey. No, I believe it. And for those who don't know what grant writing is, can you tell us a little bit about what grant writing is? Cause I was a novice before you came into my life and told me about how grant writing works. So can you give us a brief synopsis of what grant writing is? Certainly there it's a, it's a really neat, it's a, it's a technical skill like accounting or modeling or mm. Other technical skills, no mm -hmm. question about it. And it's something you learn and we can learn mm -hmm. and we have learned. The, there are several key principles to writing a grant successfully. Okay. Um, one is that all grants are competitive. And so we work with our customers at great length. We have a five-step process that we work with them through mm -hmm. to ensure they can be in the best competitive position as possible. And you would understand that as an athlete yes. and, and so forth, <laughs> you just... That's a lot of work to be ready. It so is. we do that. Yeah. The number one element in grant writing to be successful in is mission alignment. Mm. That is, of course, between the foundation and the recipient. Foundations have very clear understandings of what they think is good in the world and how they want to add more good into the world. Mm. They often tell us that in their mission statement, but we also learn from our interviews with them what they think is good, what they're looking for. Interestingly, they are looking for recipients as much as recipients are looking for foundations. Because mm. And when you say foundations, you're talking about they're looking for grants. The foundations are, are, the, they are, are the providers. They're providing the, the businesses to, to the grants. Okay, got yeah, it. We're providing, they provide most of the time funding, but also, and increasingly, we're finding they're providing expertise. Mm, and resources. Yes, and mm. connections. For example, if the company has a product, a foundation can, buy, can provide supply chain augmentation. Ah. If it's a service, um, they can often provide new leads into resources and training and new markets. So they're a very valuable partner. It's not just write a check and go away. It's actually a very integrated partnership. I love that. And for all you viewers who want to learn more about what grant writing has to offer, I hope to see you at the conference on February 17th here in Dallas, Texas, the Wildlife and Business Conference. It's going to be amazing. And you'll be able to not only see Neil Reed there with grants for you, you'll be able to actually get an opportunity, possibly if you're a business owner, to get some grant writing because yes. I heard you're giving it away. Yes, ma'am. We are. Yeah. We are going to give away a package. We don't know if it's one or two grants depends on what is needed, but certainly mm -hmm. a comprehensive grant package for some winner that you will choose. So I think that says it's a good idea to be at the wildlife and business conference on February 17th here in Dallas, Texas. Check it out at www.livethewildlife.com. So I want us to segue into an area that is my favorite area, which is Neil Reed as a person. One thing we like to do in this podcast is make sure we mix the life and business in a very healthy way. And we know business in our business world, there's a lot of amazing opportunities of business out there, but a lot of people think of business and money and like, that's everything that business has to offer. But in life, business has to offer a lot of amazing relationships. And that's a lot of what we have. Our How we connected was through some kind of business platform. But I love how God brings his children together and makes something that 
is in this world very, you know, hey, here's a transaction. You give me this. I give you that turn become more and turn into a relationship. And I'm so glad that I know you, Neil. One thing I saw that you did with us is that even before you knew us in a deep way, the first thing I could see is that you wanted to help us. You saw like we were trying to grow, you know, and uh, expand our market. And you came in and just really opened up your network to us. And I know in our generation, like there's a lot of people that they're like, well, I got to bet you first before, you know, I tell somebody about you. And I get that. Like, I understand, but everything is in our generation is very transactional. Like people don't just help people, you know, everything is, what am I getting for it? You know, what, what are you going to do for me? What made you Neil help us? Even when you didn't know us that well, you introduced us to your network Neil, you know, when a lot of people would be like, okay, give me your resume and show me everything that you've done. Like, what made you do that? Um, you know, you can tell good people. Yeah. You really can. And when you work to assemble a network mm. of good people and you just, you can see it, you can feel it, you can spot it. Mm. Um, from the first time you and I and Devin Johnson mm -hmm. met, I just, it, it just came to my mind so quickly. There are people that need to know you. No. They need to have access to your skills. Um, and, and quite frankly, also, they need um, the kind of love and friendship that you and Devin provide so freely and so beautifully in a highly appropriate, uplifting, inspiring way. And so it, it's a joy to do that. And, and you and I have networks of incredible people. And that's probably my favorite part. Mm -hmm. One of my favorite parts of being in business and being in networks is just making connections. It's what our father in heaven does. For yes, us, he does. Right. He's mm -hmm. all about connections mm -hmm. with mm -hmm. us and to each other. Mm -hmm. So it's simply following a long standing pattern, mm -hmm. but it's easy to do with people like you and Devin. Just, it's just so Aww. easy to do and seeing how you both integrated into the e-women network, for mm -hmm. example, how they just fell in love with you both. And we love them too. <laughs> it's really clear just such a great um fit and match and yeah so much that they can do for both of you yeah. and so much that you both bring to this incredible group of women yeah well thank you for that that's a huge compliment and i accept it with all humility and thank you i mean one thing i just have loved about just us getting to know each other has been like how free you've been to you know show such a caring heart like you act most people if they introduce you to someone it's like here i'm gonna introduce you figure it out you know like you prepped us you know for different people that we were going to meet almost like a mentor like how a mentor would you know and that's another thing. And the reason why I want us to like talk about it is because I think this is missing from our generation. Our generation, like I said, we don't think mentorship. We will think partner business transaction. You know, what made you think, hey, let me make sure they know about this person and just kind of where they stand, an understanding of where they're at and maybe some uh, mutual things that may be good. Like what made you like say, OK, this is per this is, you know, Tony from E-Women's, you know, get to know her or, you know, this is, you know, just people that we've met. You've prepped us like what makes you do that? Because 
our generation doesn't always understand those things. And I know it may sound simple, but please bring us into that if you can. Well, I, I came from the most humble of backgrounds. Mm. It wasn't fun. It was, it was rough. We were very poor. All the people we knew were that way. It was the community we lived in. But there were several key individuals along the way mm. that reached in and, and opened the door to maybe a better way. And I don't know why they did it. I don't know if they had mentors, but they took me under their wing in key mm -hmm. places and in key times. And I quickly realized the value of that because mm -hmm. I could do things and go places and have experiences that there was no way I was going to get outside of that mentorship. And so as you quickly realize what a gift that is, you want to help the next person behind you. And that's that. what happened. There, no question. There's a, a string of incredible unbelievable men and women who took time out of their schedule to help someone who was way behind them and they gave freely. And that's where the lesson came from. And so it's, it's, it's a passion when you pick it up and you see what it does for you mm. uh, in your personal life, incredible blessings, mm -hmm. professional life, um, the things that you get to see and do just incredible. And it, it's, I don't know how you can receive that and not want to freely give as much of that away as you can and, and help the next ones behind you. And one of them, some of them behind you will do the same thing. And it doesn't take a lot of that to really make a difference. That's good. I love that. And one thing I hope our viewers heard you say is that you were blessed and now that makes you want to give back and be a blessing to someone else. And I think in our world of take, 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 you know, people forget that giving is a blessing to you as well. Not in a transactional way, because some people are like, well, I'm going to give this and you need to make sure you give this back to me. But God has a way of when you give freely, he makes it to come back to you. And a lot of times press down, shaking together and running over. Overflowing. Yes. And overflowing. And um, I mean, literally you're a living example of that. Like all I could think is when you helped us, I'm like, how can we be a blessing to Neil? That's all that went through my head, like immediately, like, how can we be a blessing, you know, to you? And that lesson just by being yourself was so infectious on us. And I hope it's infectious to our viewers as well, that they would not just think of people as transactions, but just love and be excited about getting to be a blessing. You know, as I'm listening carefully to you, mm. my dear sister, mm. um, I'm mindful of a scripture that you know, mm. which is about Christ. And, mm. and it says to the effect that um, we love him because he first loved mm. us. Yeah. And when we give that, um, there, there are so many good people. Yes, there are some that are underdeveloped and they have a ways to go, but there are so many good people. And, and yeah. I offer as an example, E-Women Network. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Also, the people at the WOW Conference, the quality of those people oh, who are looking to give. And when you get involved in that synergy, just incredible good things happen. People are drawn to that. They want that. There's, a, there's an opportunity to fill some emptiness. Ultimately, mm -hmm. hopefully, without wearing it on our sleeve, we want them to find God. Yes, yes, yes. That's the essence of it. Yeah. A person that changed my life incredibly when I was in my, my early 20s, all I knew was that when I was around him, I felt better. Mm. When I wasn't around him, I just had this emptiness and a feeling of being lost. And I experimented with that and eventually came to ask him questions about life, which led to 
incredible discussions about God, and it, it changed everything. And I saw the context and the power, and all I knew was how I felt when I was around him and the things that he told me and taught me as a young, in my early 20s, um, that just resonated. And from there, when you see that and you partake of that, you want more. Yeah, I love that. You want more. And that, I think, one thing I, I want to, you know, use this time to kind of give our viewers to really understand what you're saying is, there is a level of kindness that you see that becomes infectious. And that's what I think we should all strive for. It's not the kind that is a check mark and, oh, I was cordial with this person and I didn't, you know, get into a fight and I, you know, was respectful. So that's a check. That's a check mark. But then there's an impact mark that now becomes, I want to be. Like whatever that is, I want that. I want to be that. And I think our generation needs to be mindful, you know, and the reason why I say that is because I think a lot of us grew up with privilege. No, I mean, the vast majority of us, I mean, we were not like growing up in the Great Depression or anything like that. Even when we say, oh, it's hard. We're snowflakes. That's just the truth. And I know the older generations looks at, look at millennials and Gen Z's and the alphas and they're just like, oh my gosh, these are snowflakes. What in the world? You know, you just poke them a little and they're just like, ah, you know, and I think sometimes we, we forget that we're blessed to be a blessing and we sometimes don't always realize that our goal should not just be give me, give me, give me. It should be, how can I give? How can I help? I think we protest and talk about doing great things for people more than actually doing it, you know? And then we talk about other people who we don't think did it well versus actually being that example, you know? So I hope when people are listening to you in their heads, they're saying, I want to be the kind of person that someone remembers that they want to model their life after because of how I touched their lives. And I think if we could have that in mind, we'll be better. With that, I want to ask you a question. I see like when I just see you, Neil, you are such a connector, like you connect people. And it's almost like it becomes second nature to you. You're like, okay, how can we connect this one? Oh, this, there's a guy you gotta meet, you know, like, tell me about that. Is it just you or is it something that you've developed over time? Tell me about why you think to yourself, there's someone you gotta meet. Let me connect you. I want to hear about that. If I've learned anything from many years in business, mm -hmm. it's something I learned in the last two years. Mm. Why I didn't know this earlier, I guess I wasn't ready for it or mm. whatever, but I have it now. Mm. And this is the power of networking. The uh, power of networking in the last two years has changed my professional life incredibly in every single way from the people I've been able to, to take on our team, to customers, to partners. Mm. Incredible. Um, and, and I've learned to watch the masters. Mm. That are really true. Tony Caruso, for example, oh my goodness. a master 
at connecting, right? Um, Lindsay Monaghan, mm-hmm. master at connecting, and who will both be a part of our Wildlife and Business Conference. Oh, and I, I hope yeah. every one of you get a chance to meet yes. those women and and come and say hi to uh, Devin Johnson mm-hmm. and Linda as well, for mm-hmm. sure, because you will not be the same Aww. after you meet them. The, the, it's it's so easy to see the connections once you begin them because you're mm-hmm. thinking these other good people when you're listening. I believe that every conversation with someone, especially when you're getting to know them, you're thinking, how can I connect them? Where can, what can I give them? Because you want to do that. You want mm-hmm. them to be better only for their principle. It happened to me. Mm-hmm. And now let's pay that forward with joy. It's, mm-hmm. it's not work. I love that. It's not work. It's paying it forward with joy. And I, I mean, you have exemplified that with shining colors and I'm just, I mean, it makes me want to be that way even more. It makes me want to really dig into my inner connector. And there's someone who said, uh, I don't know where I read this, saw this, or someone said it, your net work is it becomes equal to your net worth, like your net worth responds to your network of people. And a lot of networking is not as transactional as it's relational. And I think people miss out on, you know, and speaking of that, I want to ask you a question. What helps you when you're connecting people to find, to prioritize relationship over transactions wow that's that's a great question um and i'm thinking about the the, the dear friendship the deep family relationship you and i and Mm -hmm. and devon your husband um have it's the the joy is not in transactions those are getting things done and they can be important Mm. and we need to do those things to put food on the table and enjoy other freedoms that we have Mm -hmm. but what you keep is is the the depth of those relationships? I mean, you, you and I have done things for each other. The branding mm. that you and Devin did for my company is unbelievably good. I'm so proud to show my customers and partners that that gift that oh. that work that was a transaction, very valuable. We can leverage that into more good. But when I when I think of you and Devin, I think of what we shared um, in our in our professional and personal relationships, mm-hmm. right? That. That's the joy. I get joy out of seeing the work that you did. And my new slide deck that you that you both laid out the template for is just so nice. But the joy is in knowing I'm going to see both of you again mm-hmm. and spending some time with you. It's just, it's just joyful. It just happens when you're with really great people. Well, the feeling is mutual. And you're right. It does happen when you're with really great people because it's happening now. Because yeah. I'm with you. Yes. Yeah, so So I'm super excited about the WOW conference. There's a whole room full of people I don't know. uh, And I'll get to meet them, mm -hmm. to have new and exciting opportunities, new and exciting relationships. Yeah. The thing, one of the great gifts of networking over the last few years has been these incredible friendships. Mm. Wow. Just the best of people. These are eagles, these men and women. You want to be with them. You want to learn from them. You certainly want to contribute whenever and wherever you can. It just inspires you to be better. Yes. Oh, my goodness. And I'll tell you something I'm learning and I've learned in this past year because I think I've experienced that same thing, too, is just meeting some amazing people and seeing the power of 
just networking relationships and just every, like I've just really seen met some amazing people and have some amazing relationships. And one thing I've learned is that the higher up in the success ranking of people I've met, the higher up I've gone, the kinder people get, the less transactional people get the more relationship oriented people get the less, okay, how much is this going to make, you know, what are you going to do for me? And, uh, here's the paperwork and all this documentation that I need you to sign. And there's less, cause I would think going higher, someone's like, okay, I need an NDA. I need contracts. I need, there's a like handshakes and mm-hmm. trust. Yep. And I'm just like, huh? This is different because the people I thought how they would act here is actually how they act here. And you know what I'm talking about? I know what you're saying. So tell me about that because I'm seeing this and I'm not understanding it completely. So tell me a little bit about what you've learned in that. I think, I mean, that's a, that's a really neat observation you have. And I think one of the things when you look at really great leaders, men and women, um, they learn um, to operate by principle. Mm. They don't have a lot of rules. In this situation, I will do this or that, but they have principles. Be kind, lead with a giving hand, things like that. Mm. They walk into, th- these leaders are, evolved. generally, there are exceptions. Yes, yes, but, of course. But generally, they're really evolved. They, they've, they've learned wisdom. Mm. Right? And, and, and they've learned that, I think, that the purpose of wisdom and the purpose of knowledge and power is to have compassion. Oh, to, to use that for that end. And when you can do that, even somewhat will change your perspective. You learn things um, that, you know, and your generation knows that um, it's just good to give good to lead. Um, yes. It comes natural, but those people, the ones that really rise up and are leaders of, of, of companies and, and networking groups, they're phenomenally good. They're very natural at giving and, and living a, yeah. effectively a very Christ-like life. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. One thing I love that you said, and it it's making me think this, is I've noticed the more successful people I've met, the more they see people versus transactions versus deals versus money versus what can this person do for me? They see a person Mm -hmm. and everything I've been taught prior to more recently is that it's the opposite over there. But I'm now starting to see, and even in this conversation that there's a level of success that is only attained by doing people right. By keeping, like you said, principles over rules, which I'm, taking that nugget and I'm going to, oh my goodness, cherish it and keep it and bring it out every time. You know, I, I just, that was such a wealth of knowledge. It's not even funny, like cherishing, you know, relationships with people and just, I just, I'm, I'm in awe of just what you have taught me just by being you. That's what I'm trying to say in essence and wrap this up with a bow. It's just, I'm in awe of getting to just watch you be Neil. 
Thank you. Oh, I really appreciate that. From you. So, so one of the things that, one of the many things I love about you and Devin, right? You don't judge. I've never heard you do that. Oh. And that when, when we it's do like, that, when we, when we don't judge, it's easy to love. When we oh. don't treat people like objects. Yes. And love them. And th yes. that's, I've experienced that from oh, you and yeah. Devin. I've seen that. Um, and, I mean, and that makes you want to do more of that. Right. And it's just, it's an amazing, it's a really joyful thing, right? Life is hard, man. I think yes, people, it is. We, I, I know without disclosing anything, I, I admire your grace and your strength. I know you had went through a little bit of a gravel road mm -hmm. um, recently. I'm mm -hmm. not going to disclose anything, but I, what am, amazed me through that was how you spoke about those experiences with grace Aww. and equanimity. Just um, you knew God was there. You knew it was going to end. You knew those things didn't define you, mm. that you're much more than that. And I, that, I found that very, very, I did not, I knew, I knew cause, cause Deb and I kept communicating mm -hmm. that, that there, there were some hard things, but mm. I didn't know what mm. hard they were yeah. until you in kindness shared those with me. I'm, so I'm very much inspired by that and impressed. Well, I, I mean, I take that compliment with all humility because one thing I've seen, um, God has a way of turning things that look like the worst situations that you could ever experience in your life. And I will say, even with that situation that we discussed, what he did is said, take away people because they're just characters in a story. And he said, love them. And we're supposed to love people who've done us wrong, you know, and he just said, just love. And then he said, now there's lessons in the story. Start allowing me to teach you the lessons. Because sometimes in our feelings, when we are like, oh, that person did me wrong and how dare they? You can't really get the lessons. And God always extracts from all the messiness to give us lessons that we can take and become blessings to other people with. So I thank you. Thank you. I accept that just with all humility and thank you. You know, I love you. Oh, I, I love have. you too, Neil. And oh. the, the thing that comes to my so mind as I'm listening to you, right, yeah. is that when, when we can draw lessons from those yeah. painful, hard experiences, the pain can go away. Yes. When we look back, that was an educational experience and we can, we still remember it, but, but not with harshness or depth yes. of sadness. We go, that was Yes. you'll you'll hear people like you real winners and leaders go you know that was worth it mm. that was worth it yeah to, to know what i have mm. to have that additional context right yes i receive that mm. i receive that mm -hmm. and you're right you're right and oh my goodness this was so amazing i'm just like Boy, I hope you guys got some nuggets out there because this has been just gems and pearls and just well, riches galore, you know. Of a this is of what happens when you and I and Devin are together. We, yes. we speak of these things. We talk of business and, yeah. and and technical things, and and that's great. That's mm -hmm. that's really great. But um, I, I've said to you both before, whenever we get together, I feel like I've been to church. It's, oh, well, the, try harder, well right? that's what we're supposed to take with us. So. Yeah. Th that's again, these are compliments that I take and I treasure and I accept with all humility. And I pray that God would just give the grace 
to live it out every day and not grow weary in well-doing. 